Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. everyone. What year is it? <laughs> I am Carol Ann. I'm dad. <laughs> and this is Boozed and Confused, and it feels really good to say that again. I wish I was drinking booze right now. I've missed all of you. <laughs> and I miss sleep, but I, I mostly miss you guys. <laughs> yeah, um, it is like 1045 in the morning, and I've, I'd say I've been up since like four in the morning. Uh-huh. And um, we're both drinking coffee, not booze yet. No fun stuff. You know what? I was really thinking about going to the garage and grabbing like a natter day. You could do that. It would just be like a pre-nap, you know, pre-game. Yeah. Maybe like in between cuts, I'll go to the garage and get a natter day. Okay. Behind the scenes moment. I got a beer. (laughs) Um, And it's not a natter day. It's a It's a Three Floyds zombie dust. Brought yeah. to you by my good friend Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. If you <laughs> you hear, oh, so, that's definitely you can hear that. <laughs> so, um, update to the pod: uh, we're currently recording while our daughter Maisie takes a nap. Um, Donkey. And <laughs> we might have to take breaks here and there, or one of us will end up holding her while she sleeps. We'll see how it goes, but. We're just, you know, fuck it. We're going to do it live. If she so. says anything offensive, um, she heard it from her mom. <laughs> and if you hear screaming, she's probably sleeping. She just uh, sleep screams. But don't we all in this day and age? <laughs> I know I do. All righty. Well, we're back. And we've got an interesting topic for you today. But before we get into that, housekeeping items. Because I just remembered that's what we do at the beginning of this. <laughs> I've forgotten everything we do, but <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I do remember. Um, um, like and subscribe. Um, follow my um, Instagram, uh, Boost and Confused. Uh, we also have um, a Snapchat. We don't have a Snapchat. <laughs> um, you can do it. Okay, you yeah. You can do it. Okay, yeah. So uh, we are on all your favorite social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, not Snapchat. Uh, the only thing I use Snapchat for these days are putting Snapchat filters on our daughter <laughs> and then sending it to friends and family. Um, and if you uh, find some cool shit on the uh, social medias, you can send it to us and we'll probably repost it. Um, would love to hear from you guys. And if social media isn't really your thing, but you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on email um, at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. The second one, if you like the pod and you want to support us, um, we don't have a buy me a coffee, um, although I feel like that would be relevant these days. Uh, But 
the best way that you could actually support us and any small pod that you listen to is by leaving a review and uh, following or subscribing on your platform of choice. It really does make a difference, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Um, They have like a funky algorithm, basically, that kind of goes off of those metrics. So um, definitely recommend doing that if you want. And if you do leave us a review and you take a screenshot and you send it to us, we will send you some Boost and Confuse stickers for free. We have postage now. Yeah, you bought like a lot of stamps. thousand dollars worth of stamps. We were home creatures for a while and then we ventured to the outside and I got a lot of things that uh, that we needed to get. So stamps are on the list. Stamps were on the list. Yeah. Uh, the last one is what are you drinking? But I think I already you yeah, already covered uh, that. Originally it was coffee, uh, and then I said at the first pause we'd take, I'd get a natter day, and then I called an audible in the garage, and now it's a zombie dust. <laughs> Alrighty, for today's topic. Um, so recently in the news, you probably heard this report that came out that talked about forever chemicals in your makeup. And so today we're just going to talk about what's in your makeup. Um, it's a kind of scary as shit topic to me because I feel like there's a lot of unknowns about it. Um, so I don't feel personally very qualified to talk about makeup in the sense that I usually don't wear any. Um, and if I do, it's like concealer foundation. Um, I'm not good at matching tones, so I'm pretty sure everything is too orange for my face. And I just walk outside looking like a fucking Oompa Loompa. And that's fine. Like you're British. And uh, <laughs> and everyone is just too nice to really say anything. So, uh, so you know, the cycle continues. Um, but I want to just have a chat about that story that did come out. Um, so it kind of surprised me because I very naively assumed that we would know about these dangers already. Um, you know, like women used to wear makeup and use skin products that had like lead and arsenic and mercury and radium. Shout out to our episode on the radium girls. <laughs> so that's a throwback. That is a throwback. Um, but it turns out that in our search for safer ingredients to use in our makeup products, um, we've just inadvertently created products that are still dangerous, but for other reasons. Yeah. Um, and, you know, me, myself, as an avid wearer of makeup, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm very invested in this episode and have lots of questions and concerns. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's give a little bit of context first. So the main concern that's found are PFAS or, God, I'm, I'm going to butcher this because I, I don't deal with this at all, um, but pear and uh, polyflora, fluoro alkyl jeez right yeah yes polyfluoroalkyl uh substances yeah i'm i'm never gonna repeat that word so from here on out it's just gonna be pfas um so wbur uh has this like amazing article that kind of talks about pfas in a very general sense and why you should be concerned we'll link that article in the show notes like always um but there's like a tldr that i would give and it's that there's around 4700 chemicals in the PFAS family and they all have two things in common they're all man-made 
They contain linked chains of carbon and fluorine. And the bond between carbon and fluorine atoms is one of the strongest in nature. Um, so that means that PFAS uh, don't degrade easily. They stick around in the human body and the environment for a long time. And they're very stable in water. And that's why they're called forever chemicals. So you can keep looking good for longer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's the science as I'll get today, and uh, really, I just copied that word for for word from that WBUR article, um, just so I didn't fudge any of the facts up. Um, so that's all fine and dandy, you know. But where did PFAS come from? How did we create them? Um, so they were made in the 1930s for use in consumer products. And they're actually like rampant throughout all the products that we use today. Um, so if you think about things like paper food packaging, um, specifically like microwave popcorn bags and pizza boxes, um, stain-proof rugs, waterproof clothing, um, there's like, you know, some types of dental floss and then nonstick cookware. Is there any word on like spit-up proof clothing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure every article of clothing I own is currently um spit absorbent <laughs> it's very absorbent it's not uh, resistant though yeah um and actually i used to love microwave popcorn just a complete sidebar used to love microwave popcorn um and then i think when i heard about this in the popcorn bags i was like oh that's not that's not great that doesn't sound great so i stopped eating it and then I was talking to my dad, like, hmm, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And I brought that conversation up. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's why I haven't eaten microwave popcorn in probably a decade. And I was like, why? Why did you know this and not stop me or tell me or educate me? That's fine. Right. And then I remember you bought a popper or, like, you picked it up from someone's basement. And then I looked at it and it was, it was like it was moldy it was super moldy yeah. because it was in someone's flooded basement yeah yeah so somebody was like giving away a free popcorn maker that they said like had never even been opened and they're like oh the box has some water damage and like fact it did have some water damage but then we opened it up and it was like black mold on the inside of the popcorn maker so threw that out real quick yeah so <laughs> didn't even bring that in the house nope <laughs> that's fine so we haven't had popcorn in a while um, so getting back to the PFAS and this WBUR article, so they lay out that there's two PFAS chemicals that you're most likely to have heard about. I am going to absolutely butcher this. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. There's PFOA. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I got this. I went to college for this. <laughs> they, they taught you this in your English class? Yeah. I guess technically. <laughs> Sound it out. Okay. Per... Fluor, <laughs> on, perfluorooctaniac. Ooh, Ooh yeah. no, 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 almost. Perfluorooctanoic. The OIC message. Oic. Pentatoic. Okay, so it's PFOA and PFOS. PFOS. No, 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 no. Per perfluorooctane sulfonate that one is a lot that easier. one's that one's easy so something important that i just want to point out about these two pfas pfas geez i'm gonna lose my mind this episode two pfas um the pfoa and pfos 
they're not made in the U.S. anymore. So manufacturers started phasing them out in the early 2000s. Um, but that doesn't really mean that, uh, you know, they're not still made in other countries and then imported into the U.S. So um, pretty important, I think, to if that's a concern of yours, um, to maybe check on on the products that you that you buy regularly. Um, but what's interesting is because we had been manufacturing these for essentially decades, these two specifically are the most widespread in the environment, the most studied, and the best understood for that reason. The scary part of all of this that I, I feel is because the manufacturers phased out PFOA and PFOS with other members of the PFAS family, um, we don't really know what these new, like, next-generation PFAS do or the effects that they have, and that kind of scares me. The effects are it makes you pretty. <laughs> well, depending on the product, yes. But you know what's really more important than beauty on the outside? What? Cancer on the inside of <laughs> PFAS? I was going to say, like, the heart and soul, but oh, maybe yeah. if you're going to... Yeah. Be all macabre. Um, so, if these are so common, like, what does it really matter? I know, I know people who personally say, like, or joke, like, oh, everything gives you cancer these days, so I'm just going to, you know, go with it. And I feel like there's some truth to that, honestly. Yeah, especially in California. Well, California has very strict rules on products that need to be labeled um, containing certain uh, like chemicals or you know ingredients whatever that it's like the prop five I think warning yeah um, so I don't know it's it's interesting but it turns out that it really matters a lot actually and you guys should probably be concerned about these so going back to that WBUR article, um, the next little blip that I have is just going to be a direct quote from there. Um, studies estimate that 98% of Americans have detectable levels of PFAS in their blood. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. Scientific studies have provided strong evidence leaking PFAS exposure to elevated cholesterol, thyroid disease, damage to the liver and kidneys, effects on fertility, and low birth weight, according to Shader, who's like this person um, most quoted in the article. Research also suggests that exposure to PFAS chemicals might suppress the immune systems of young children, potentially making vaccines less effective. Oh, we've just been getting all up into vaccines. Oh, yes. And finally, um, again from this WBUR article, some studies also suggest an elevated risk of testicular and kidney cancer in people exposed to higher levels of PFAS. Scientists are less certain about the health effects of newer PFAS compounds that replaced PFOS and PFOA and the effects of low-level exposure. Despite the remaining uncertainty, scientists have found that PFAS chemicals affect every major organ in the human body. We're basically just killing ourselves. <laughs> you know, I was just watching some like super old school um, like interview. It was like uh, we got Discovery Plus. So it was Ooh, like, highly recommend. Actually, it's like one of the only streaming services I think is worth it. Well, all you do is watch like shut the up, flip shut flop, up, shut up. good bones, <laughs> etc. Et I've been keeping it light in the house for well, anyone who's ever had a kid. You know, the postpartum period fucking sucks. 
and you just want to keep things light. So you just watch a lot of HGTV, a lot of trashy TLC shows. So yeah, don't at me. Well, on the other hand, I'm only watching alien stuff. <laughs> um, and there was this really old commercial where the guy, and that wasn't a commercial, it was, it was like an interview. Uh, and the announcer was like, uh, I am blah, blah, blah. He is blah, blah, blah. And the cigarette is a camel. And it's like, I was kind of like laughing at like, ah, ha, ha. Everything was so badly made back then and no one even knew it. Ha, ha. As I like <laughs> take a sip of my fake LaCroix. Yeah. God, if they ever come out that like, um, you know, like the LaCroix or, or um, you know, the generics of it are bad for you, I think we're screwed. But anyway, so hopefully maybe that like all scared you into never eating microwave popcorn again. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but now that we've kind of given the, the background of PIPAs, let's talk about your cosmetics. Um, so I, I didn't know this. Uh, and this whole thing was actually kind of mind blowing to me. But apparently cosmetics in the U.S. and Canada have never been tested for PIPAs before. Like ever. So okay. this report that came out is like the first screening of its kind. Um, the final report was released in mid-June this year. So I think just like a couple weeks ago. And just a high level overview of what they found. 52% of over 200 tested products had high fluorine concentrations, suggesting the presence of PIPAs. And waterproof mascaras, liquid lipsticks, and foundations were especially likely to contain lots of fluorine which is not great. So more details on that. Um, this whole blip that I have uh, next is from Smithsmo Smithsonian, Smithsonian <laughs> Magazine. Um, so the University of Notre Dame researchers tested 231 frequently used makeup products, including liquid foundation, concealer, blush, lipsticks, mascara. Here's the part that scares me. Approximately 82% of waterproof mascaras, 63% of foundations, and 62% of liquid lipsticks contained at least 0.384, what is that? Micrograms. <laughs> Micrograms of fluorine per square centimeter of product spread out. Um, after analyzing 29 cosmetics containing the highest amount of PIPAs, these products were found to contain four chemicals that further break down into other highly toxic PIPAs, such as, oh gosh, here it is again, perfluorooctanic acid, the PFOA, <laughs> uh, which can cause cancer and low infant birth rates. Weights. Weights. Oh my gosh. Guys, don't, don't be sleep deprived in pod. <laughs> You're doing much better than I am, I think. That's fine. No, you know what? No, no, because when I was younger, I would be up that late normally, just goofing around. Uh, you're rearranging my Pokemon deck. <laughs> yeah, I might have rearranged my entire collection of Pokemon cards by type. Uh, recently or when you were <laughs> younger? This was like three days week. ago. This was like three days ago. <laughs> no, but now, now I'm just up just trying to keep the donkey quiet yeah the donkey is Maisie we love her so much she's a great baby actually and like the only complaint that we have is she just like doesn't fucking sleep at night which is normal for a newborn and we're getting through it and it's fine um all right so 
you may hear all of this and think, wow, boozed and confused, Matt and Carol Ann and Maisie, uh, executive producer. It's really fucking scary. And I'd like to avoid these products. Same. Because I we there's another pod that we listen to called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. They did an episode about uh, sunscreen and how like some sun, some sunscreens might actually be worse for you than like the actual like outweighing of benefits if that makes sense did i did i word that correctly yeah the um the side effects of sunblock are worse than the detriments of a sunburn yes yes because you know depending I, on the sunscreen yeah you know, i just got sunburned and i i begged to differ it was the back of my leg oh, yeah. it was like the back of my knee only my calves and i was wearing like like medium length socks so it was like just one big chunk. I was I was like a candy cane. Yeah. And then like the back of my arms. It wasn't even like, <laughs> it was just like like the back. And Hot boy. everything hurts. <laughs> everything hurt. And I don't know if, I really hate being sunburned and then having a, you know, a really bad farmer's tan and my freckles just stop at one point. Yeah. I, I don't they, know. They do. Hot boy candy cane summer. <laughs> There's, <laughs> no, it's, um, isn't a hot, hot dad now? Cause I'm a dad. Hot, yeah. hot dad candy cane freckles boy summer wow that's really long and uh not rolling off the tongue I'll the we'll work on it, it. <laughs> mean all my homies who are dads know what i'm talking about oh all right so yes this is scary um and you probably want to know what products were tested however it's tricky uh at the moment it's not known what brands or what products were found to have had the pifas but we do know the study's authors tested cosmetics made of um, tons of brands like L'Oreal, Ulta, MAC, CoverGirl, Clinique, Maybelline, Smashbox, NARS, Estee Lauder, and more. And the products were found in stores like Ulta, Sephora, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, and um, here's here's the part that I think is pretty fucking scary. And I would not be shocked if this changes in the future. In 88% of all tested products, the label did not disclose PFAS to the consumer, making it impossible to avoid the toxins. So you could be putting this in your body and not even fucking know it because it's not disclosed. Um, however, okay, so here's here's like a, a, a guiding path, maybe I'll say. The study found that fluorine was often present most in products advertised as wear-resistant, long-lasting, and waterproof. So it's really those products that are meant to be like the all-day wear um, or like smudge-proof, you know, whatever. Um, those you might want to start to avoid. I personally will probably never buy a waterproof mascara ever again. You know what? I'm going to continue to not buy a waterproof <laughs> mascara Good for, for you. myself. Good for you. Um the concerns with PFAS and makeup aren't just that you're ingesting them because also like think about it you're putting this into your body it's getting absorbed one way or another especially um you know like your lipsticks you're ingesting these products and there are serious concerns that these chemicals could be washed down the drain and end up in drinking water as well and there's like a a whole other episode that we could do about PFAS and drinking water because it's a huge topic um but if it interests you, we're not going to get into it right now because it's massive. But if it interests you, do a quick Google search on the Google. Uh, you know, get your toes wet. No pun intended. Um, and just read about it. I think PIFAs are something that are going to be 
in the news a lot over the next decade um, as they start to find out more about these, uh, you know, different, not strains, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Chemicals. <laughs> the, the, the PFO, not the PFO. A's. Gosh, I, I can't I can't think straight, but um, as you know, they start to learn more about the actual effects of these these newer chemicals that are being used in products. Or it might go the route of like um, chocolate and wine on the news where like one week it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> worst thing you can do to your body is eat chocolate and drink wine. Yeah. And then like next week it's like, do you want to live forever? Drink wine. Another behind the scenes moment. Maisie uh, woke herself up because she was. <laughs> oh, she she just crapped herself. It smells <laughs> it smells like baby, but also like poop. So, so Matt's holding her just so she doesn't start crying again. But um, if you hear any flatulence in the background, it's just the baby. Also, Matt's holding her very close to the mic. <laughs> So if you hear baby grunts, um, it's it's the baby and, and not Matt. All right. So anyways, <laughs> what's next after this report? Um, there were already two bills actually introduced to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking across the table and there's Maisie like she's gonna speak her mind about something. All right, so two bills have already been introduced to the U.S. Senate regarding the issues that were found in this report. Um, from Business Insider, uh, the No PFAS in Cosmetics Act and the Personal Care Product Safety Act would amend the FDA to have further regulatory power over the chemicals used in cosmetic products. The No PFAS in Cosmetics Act would ban the intentional use of PFAS in cosmetics. Um, the Personal Care Product Safety Act would require companies to submit their ingredients to the FDA, allowing the agency to determine potential health risks. Both of these sound great to me. What are you laughing about? I got the nothing. Baby. <laughs> just, just the baby. Oh gosh, we're both running on on um, not even not even like empty fumes at this point. What's next after empty fumes? You just you just die. <laughs> I think. I think so. <laughs> so, um, if you are serious about wanting to avoid cosmetics with PFAS in them, there are some some routes you could take. I don't think at this point it's possible to entirely eliminate them from the products that you use solely because if it's not um, even listed on the product itself, it's probably hard to figure that out. Um, and even if you don't wear makeup, you know, going back to uh, the thing about sunscreen we said, like there are other beauty products or like personal care products that you probably use that contain PFAS that you, you just won't know. So unless you just live like a naked Neanderthal in your house and you don't use anything ever, um, except maybe like a homemade mix of like baking soda and vinegar. Um, Does that work I to don't walk know. the sun? I don't know. <laughs> I've just been wearing long sleeves like all summer. Yeah. Long sleeve summer. Except for that one day I got burned. Really badly burned. But yeah. to be fair, it was like raining the whole day. Yeah. And I was outside for maybe an hour. So... Um, there, okay, getting back to the, the routes you could take, 
L'Oreal is the only beauty company that has completely eliminated the use of PFAS in their products. And that's something that they decided to do back in 2018. Um, so that's a route that you could take for beauty products. Um, Ulta and Sephora and Target have sections on their websites that talk about um, products with like clean ingredients. Um, so the problem with this is like, for Ulta, at least it contains products that, um, you know, have PFAS in them. Sephora and Target have that similar sort of section, but it does not include PFAS. So it's just like other product ingredients that are harmful. Um, God, we have a lot going on. We have a cat meowing. We have a baby grunting. We have it's time producers. to wrap this Lots up. Lots <laughs> of producers on the show. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> um the other route that you could take, which is a site that I actually personally used um, a lot before this because I had heard about like similar sort of things with like nail polish. Um, you could visit a website like EWG.org and this gives like ratings for personal care products that range from makeup and nail polish and skincare and baby products, etc. Um, really like anything that you think of in your day-to-day -day, um, personal care life, it's probably on there. So I would encourage you to maybe just like look up a few of your daily products on EWG. Um, you might be surprised at what it contains. Stop purposely holding the baby up to the mic to enhance the grunts. Um, but you, you might be surprised. So the other thing that I really like about EWG is it, it breaks down individual ingredients and then gives them ratings and talks about why they're potentially harmful or, you know, like what level of risk they carry. Um, actually, like, I think everybody should just look this up, even if you have, like, a daily moisturizer that you use or, you know, a body wash or something. Um, just give it a little look and see what's going on. I don't need to. I use Dr. Squatch. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> finally got me. I fell for it. This ep episode brought to you by Dr. Squatch. <laughs> Not really, but if you want to sponsor us, uh, that'd yeah, be fine, too. I would take some free bars of soap it smells really good yeah that's oh we don't want a monetary payment we just want free soap <laughs> yeah that's fine that's fine too um so yeah that's that's actually all that i really have for today's episode um i just wanted to do this one because i thought it was very timely and um yeah i don't know i want i wanted to jump on it before it became old news it's probably old news already actually but yeah, well, um, I got next week. Uh, it's going to be about how... Um, it's going to be alien-related, I'm sure. It's No, 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 no. You're going to turn into Charlie Day <laughs> with the... You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? The whiteboard. <laughs> um, no, it's it's going to be about um, fairies and how they oh, yeah. steal your baby and replace your baby with a, like a crappy version. And that crappy version behaves like shit. <laughs> At nighttime only or all all the, the time? damn day well macy's a good baby so that definitely did not happen to us but yeah <laughs> did it that's <laughs> that's all we have for today's episode i'm very happy to be back um with our new executive producer and we should be coming back to you regularly every monday uh on any platform where you find your podcasts yeah, um, I've seen the movie Boss Baby, and we've had a baby for like a month and some change, and um, she hasn't turned into a like a suit wearing like 
isn't this person yet? So, not sure that move is actually accurate. Oh, here she goes. Well, I've got a baby with a diaper that weighs about 10 pounds. Um, so, I got to go. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Guess who's going to do the diaper changing? It's me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.